0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday of the first week of the year, March the 3rd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, and verse 11. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, and verse 11. I'm sure you've noticed, if you watch uh, television for any amount of time, the tremendous flood of uh, advertisements having to do with uh, sleep, Uh, the, uh, the importance of sleep, and all of the things that have now flooded the market in terms of helping one sleep. We have pillows, pillowcases, sheets, various kinds of beds that you can get to control the temperature, the angle, the height, uh, they even have dual controls so that uh, the wife or the husband can uh, control the temperature of the, uh, of the bedding. In addition to all kinds of products, some requiring prescriptions, a lot of them now are, are natural, therefore you can buy them over-the-counter. They're made of all kinds of uh, uh, vegetables and various other kind of organic materials, and they purport to help you to sleep because uh, we have been told over and over again that uh, sleep is very much related to our health and our performance. Well, the letter to the Hebrews talks about the importance of rest, R-E-S-T. But the rest that the Hebrews passage is talking about is on the order of the spiritual. And the writer says, while the promise of entrance into his rest still holds, we ought to be fearful of disobeying, lest any one of you be judged to have lost his chance of entering, of entering into his rest, into the rest of almighty God. Now, what is this entrance into the rest, into this spiritual peace that he's talking about? You can't get it over the counter. It doesn't come by way of a pillow or a sheet or even a uh, temperature-controlled bed, much less out of a capsule. It is the promise that was made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the Old Testament, the patriarchs, that indeed God would raise a Messiah, that the Israelites would be the first people of the covenant, the chosen people, and from them, God would lift up a Messiah, and present through them, through the house of David, a Messiah. And that indeed has taken place in the person of Jesus Christ. But there are many who are becoming disillusioned, who are beginning to grow lax, and who are falling away, and who are very, very much worried that entrance into the promise made to the patriarchs, their ancestors, has not been fulfilled or will not be completed, and certainly not in Jesus. And the writer goes on and he says that many of you have heard the word, that is the preaching of the gospel, have heard the scriptures, but you did not profit from them because you did not receive it in faith. Now we can translate that to our own situation, can't we? How many times do we attend and celebrate or make our offering of the holy sacrifice of the mass? And we do other things when the reading is there. We read a book, uh, we read some devotion. Our mind wanders to what we're gonna do when we get out of church. Sounds almost like jail, doesn't it, when I get out. Uh, And all kind of things flood our mind, but we really don't listen. We really don't listen to the word and ask the word to enlighten us and strengthen us and guide us in our everyday lives. And we say, oh, that didn't mean anything to me. Well, the question is, did we prepare to hear it? Did we prepare to really listen to the word of God and receive it in faith so that it can guide our daily life. It is we who have believed who enter into that rest. And he quotes scripture, he says, God said, thus I swore in my anger they shall never enter into my rest. That is those who Do not receive the word in faith. And we can read the scriptures and just read it as an academic book, as uh, something interesting or something we have to sit through, but not really receive it as the word of God. Like no other word, no other word ever written can compare to the word of God that we receive in the scriptures. It is the revealed word of God to guide our daily pilgrimage to our life. We pray in hope with Almighty God and that we, we must open our whole being to receive it so that the word falls into what Jesus called the rich soil so that it can flourish and a harvest of good comes forth. Yet God's work was finished when he created the world. For we read, and God rested from all his work on the seventh day. And so we take our example from Almighty God, who at the end of his work in the book of Genesis, with the creation of the human person, rests and says that it is not only good, but it is very good. The human person is the epitome of God's creation. And so our rest is that life with God, and on earth is our pilgrimage to prepare us to enter into the rest of God, into the very presence of God, the very oneness with God. But we must receive it in faith. Not faith only in our head or on our lips, but in our hearts that guides us in our everyday life, illuminates our life, and strengthens us. And so, when we talk about rest, entering into his rest, again, it is not a rest that we purchase, it is God's gift to us. It is our destiny to be one with Almighty God, where we will be at rest, not a kind of inactivity or passivity, a rest that comes from divine peace. For what we have looked for and searched all of our lives and have never quite found fully, we find when we rest in God at the end of and during the funeral mass, the mass of the resurrection, we talk about eternal rest. Grant unto them, O Lord, that eternal rest. And that begins here on earth by living the scriptures with our hearts opened in faith to receive the word so let us today especially in this first week of lent and in this holy season of Lent, let us receive the word especially during this time open in faith that god's word may strike deeply and plant its roots firmly inside of our own hearts so that in god's good time We may know his rest, a rest which the world cannot give, but comes from God's unbounded love for us. God bless you.